Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tea with Tom. And for this episode, I had my first ever person who introduced me to real estate, Bradley Calderwood from EXP Realty here. And I mean, we talked a lot about just Jacksonville market, touched a little bit on flipping, um, EXP. We touched, just talked a lot about the different mindsets of going to either getting yourself into business or how to run it. And yeah, I mean, pretty awesome show. So everyone give it up for the amazing Bradley Calderwood. Love is love. Love is love. I'm not even going to do the episode count anymore. This is just tea with Tom. And I got fucking Bradley Calderwood here. Fucking Bradley Calderwood. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. You just pull the mic just a little bit closer. Okay. About a fist lengths away is usually the best, but um, first podcast ever, so bear hey with me. Well, let's go over the interesting fact that me and you are both from the same area, which is nowhere near here, it's which is literally the opposite side of the country, three thousand miles away. Yep. On the other coast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I joke, and or I don't joke, but I say that's where I live. You draw a straight line across the coast, mm-hmm. right there. That's where I grew up. So. Well, yeah, because I remember when. So for everyone who doesn't know, uh, Bradley Calderwood is my first introduction to real estate. First ever realtor I met in 2016. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I guess it's been that long. Um, End of 2016 because I came back to the States in October. So yeah. Yeah. Y- you, Sal, and... And Joel. Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. the one? Actually, I still do the other podcast with Joel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember you guys were super, super excited, like mm-hmm. just motivated to get into the the flipping and the, uh, you had a rental. Do you guys, do you guys still have that one? No, we sold that Did one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually an interesting one because that rental, we actually rented out to someone within our command. I remember. Yeah. There was somebody you knew. How did that work out? It, it was all right. I mean, it was like. Kind of awkward, but not, but like, I didn't want it to be awkward, but I felt like they were a little awkward. Like, you, you, you have to separate that, the, mm-hmm. your personal relationship with the business, the landlord. Yeah. Yeah. Which is tough. And it was also tougher because they were, me and Joel were corporals and that was a sergeant who rented it out. Okay. So, <laughs> so it just became a really, really weird, um, incident. And I was like, shit, are we going to get in trouble or something? But we didn't, um. Yeah. What, what, why did you guys sell? Um, was it was there not enough profit margin there per month? No. I think Joel was getting out of the Marine Corps as well, and he was moving back to Chicago. Okay. So when he moved back to Chicago, I mean, it made sense. He was like, hey, you know, I don't want to have to worry about this one less thing, which makes sense. And the transition, transition period isn't easy. So Gotcha. We sold it. I mean, we sold it, I think, at 142. And we bought it at a hundred. Yeah, and it was pretty much moving ready when we got it right. Was it? Yeah, I mean that was the time when foreclosures were still. I know they were available. You could buy one, and they weren't destroyed. Yeah, and you didn't have to jump second one when they hit the market. Like you do not. If there's any good deals, they won. Or with, <laughs> within an hour, there's you know multiple showings, and then you're in highest and best. So yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I mean that's actually a lot. Do you think Florence changed that because more money came in and more people found an opportunity here? Or do you think it was just it's just a cycle of the market? 
I, I definitely think Florence had a big influence on our market, 100%. Because you saw we had zero inventory for yeah. so long. And then we a lot of these, I started to see a lot more um, out-of-state investors dropping money. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people sight unseen, a lot of videos for, for people in New York, California, because um, they saw they saw the, the distressed market and they, they jumped on it. So, yeah. So right now we have, if you look at supply and demand, we're... Our, our listings are um, dwindling. Yeah, they really are. Can. Yeah, new construction. I, I start to see it's starting to pick back up a little bit. I think, mm-hmm. um, but just if you look at the we call it the hot sheet every morning. Um, my routine: look on how many how many closed we had in the last twenty four hours, and how many new listings. And we're having we, pretty much for the past month, it's been um, a higher number closed than new listings. Yeah, so seller's market i would say yeah it's it's actually weird because i've had more listings this year than buyers i think have you i think i've had significantly more listings and and it's not like i'm going after them it's just like is it past clients no no okay no uh i don't know if i had any past client no i've had a single past client listing this year it's just people who just know me or Stuff like that, or see, through Facebook. See your Instagram posts. See my Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah. yeah, like that dude's listing my house. I yeah, the half naked dude. Is yeah, gonna, running with a chicken. Yep. Running with a chicken yep. is going to be listing my house. That's that's a type of agent I want. <laughs> well, clear, one, clearly, one who has no regard for uh, being polite. <laughs> you need to be polite. Well, you can be polite, but blunt, straightforward. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I I've. The listings are definitely picking picking up for me as well without yeah. even trying without yeah. even um marketing like with my team mm-hmm. i have i purposely purposely paused myself so i could focus on mm-hmm. you know building our platform you know a sturdy platform for everyone they've been getting all the leads and i'm still still getting get calls texts some referrals some are just hey i saw you on facebook or mm-hmm. um, wherever but yeah listings are are, are popping up I think people realize it's a seller's market and they're, they're capitalizing on it. And also, I, I think it's a buyer's market too with the interest rates. Interest yeah, rates the interest, is lower. Yeah, they're still pretty low. Yeah, I, I've I've heard two point three up to two point seven five. I can't be, kind of fluctuate, but yeah, I'll have to get a, another lender in here to tell me what the hell's going on with the market because I don't even pretend to understand that I, stuff. I, I I call them. I ask them. Hey, yeah. what, what are your rates? What 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 score do they need to mm-hmm. to get that rate? Um, yeah, I never pretend. Mm-hmm. I can't. That, that's a lender question. I'll, I'll get that answer for you. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I try not to pretend on that side. I feel like so many people try to pretend, but I mean, it is a big deal. Like obviously, when you're buying a house, you have to know the finance. You have to have some basic yeah, understanding have, of it. Yeah, yeah, we need to know the. But it's this balance, especially when you're trying to market. You know, a lot of realtors like to market the way of renting is more expensive than buying technically in the long run, which we all know. I yeah. mean, but it's like, how do you balance between describing the finances and how it works without getting yourself in trouble and sounding like a lender? You know, right, right. A lot of times, I'll tell my my clients, renters or um, or buyers, reach out to a lender. Here's a handful of you know top notch lenders, mm-hmm. we, and we all know realtors. We all know who's our our go to or top notch. Reach out to them. They're gonna run your score. Mm-hmm. It's free for you. 
um, just get an idea where, where you're at. Let them handle that. Let the professional handle the lending side of it. Yeah. Um, and then whether they decide to buy or, or rent, it's up to them. And we have to pull the credit anyways, right, for rentals. That's what I always tell them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that costs money. That's usually like $40, $50. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What happened what with your flipping, weren't you? Oh, I would just get super stressed out over them. I, you had you had a couple good ones, I thought that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had them and I did them and everything, but me trying to balance, you know, because I got out of the Marine Corps, so I was like, all right, I need to balance becoming a realtor and then also flipping houses. And I was very much, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to focus on one thing. So finished that flip up, sold it right in the nick of time, and moved on to just practicing real estate um i I, you know i don't subscribe to the whole like real estate investing is for everyone or every type of investing is for everyone you know i mean these fucking shows make flipping sound so easy i I don't (laughs) i don't even watch the shows anymore yeah because they make they give these unreal expectations so when people do them they're like well i'm going to change this and this i'm going to put in granite countertops and do this type of paint and do a farmhouse. What's the thing? Modern farm or farmhouse style? Yeah, farmhouse style, yeah. I'm going to do the farmhouse style. I'm going to do hardwoods. I'm going to do this and that. And I've only got a budget of $5,000, so <laughs> I, I can make it work. Yeah, now we're going to go with the shiny Formica and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the $0.84 cent per square foot laminate. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I know. It's it's. I used to love those shows. Mm-hmm. Flip this house or this old house or with Chip Chip and Joanne. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's the one I used to always watch. Um, oh god, what was that one? Was it, is it Fixer Upper? Fixer Upper. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. I loved them, um, but with my construction background, I knew I knew what was going going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes um, or what it really really took. Yeah, of course they're gonna they're gonna leave out the horror stories they'll, they'll have bloopers every once in a while shows little bits and pieces of it but there's so much that goes into it so much um well i think what people don't realize is the coordination of people that's, oh yeah i think that's actually the hardest part for me was trying to find the people then trying to coordinate with their schedules on my schedule yeah and try and get everyone in there and i think it was also harder for me too because i was younger i mean what i was doing it when I was twenty. I started at twenty one. That's when I met you. 21. I think. I think. I think at that point you were. I think you were my youngest client. My my youngest buyer at that point, which mm-hmm. which excited me because just helping someone young who's mm-hmm. who's you know that that has that uh, entrepreneur in him mm-hmm. um, grow. That's exciting. Um, but I think for me it was just like I was so young, so I was like trying not to be an asshole to these guys who are well double my age and stuff and been doing this stuff or fucking ever but also like trying to hold them accountable you know and not waste my time or money now if i could go i mean if i were to do it again now i wouldn't even look at their age or anything i'd just be like hey fucker like you haven't shown up what the fuck yeah like, yeah and that's pretty much how i am now but in the beginning it was intimidating because they're real nice and friendly and I give them a deposit or whatever. Then I fucking hear nothing from them. Yeah. And they always have an excuse. Yep. Yep. That, that is tough. And, and there's so much, like you said, coordination logistics that goes into Mm -hmm. this. It's not, 
go to Home Depot, pick, 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 and done. It, yeah. it, it takes a lot of thought, a lot of process, you know, a lot of time to, to, to process it. And you got to know the market, know the neighborhood, know your client base <laughs> that you're probably going to be selling to. Mm-hmm. Um, some houses, yes, you're going to need the granite. Yes, mm-hmm. you're going to need the, the, the higher priced flooring. Other neighborhoods, you're, you're not. You know, the lower priced homes, I'm not sure if I should even be saying that, but certain neighborhoods are going to demand certain quality of finishes. So yeah, uh, there's a lot. And and you're right. Trying to balance that while still trying to take care of all your clients, mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I didn't want to deal with that, you know, and it was just causing more stress than the money was worth for me. Yeah. So I didn't pursue it. I know later, probably years from now, I'm probably going to do it again. You know, if the deal is right, the numbers are right. But right now I'm not really actively pursuing that sure yeah and right 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 now i i I don't think it's well it's always a good time there's always investments or Mm -hmm. good investments out there you just got to look a little harder right now yeah take different angles you know think what is everyone else not doing yeah and and it was super easy then too i mean it was it was it was a different market we had a lot of we pull up the mls and you could literally just walk into two or three put in a few offers and one would get accepted yeah yeah and 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 that does that comes in phases um the foreclosures because we all know they 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 hold them for a little while and then they they, they release them Mm -hmm. um not the professional here this is just yeah um what we've seen yeah Yeah. no 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 quoting here um but yeah they'll, they'll they'll release Chunks at a time, few mm-hmm. you know, a few at a time. Uh, otherwise, if they dumped all the homes that were in foreclosure, yeah, that would really mess our market up pretty pretty bad. Um, but yeah, there. So I think that'll fluctuate. That'll that'll come back. We'll mm-hmm. we'll get there again. Um, Hopefully, because that was the days of lazy investing. <laughs> <It> was so, <laughs> also, everyone wanted to get their license at that point too, because everyone was like, "Well, if I have access to the MLS, you know, that was a big question. Should I?" get my license just so I have easy access to the MLS. And I think probably back then it would have been worth it. But nowadays it's like, it's not just because I'm an agent, but even being an agent, I'm like, it, it doesn't help. A lot of these deals I'm seeing have been private deals. Yeah. People who know how to go out there and still yeah get a house. Mike Ferraro being a really good one at it. I mean, oh, he still knows how to more, get a ton of private deals. One of the best come. in our yeah. area for sure. Oh yeah. Half now. Um, yeah, no, there's. The, I, I did that when I first got out of the army. I went straight to real estate school. I had no intention on being a realtor. I just knew I wanted to flip houses. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to go for exactly that, the MLS, and just the that side of the, that knowledge. Um, and that was back in shoot 2003, I think. Yeah, 2003. And I did what everyone said don't do. When I passed a class, I mm-hmm. waited. I think five months, and then when it took the state and national, of course, I failed by you know a few points, but um, <laughs> should have listened. Um, but then got just right back into construction where I was that that was my my niche. Mm-hmm. Um, still is, but I would say, like you said, it, it's you don't need that. You just need to link up with the the right realtor who has the knowledge, who has the experience. We can give portals to the MLS to yeah. our clients, so they have direct access. They can see. It. We can set them up on drips. You know, they're they're getting uh, those those deals as soon as they hit the market. They're emailed to them. Said, no, you don't. You don't need to go out and get your real estate license unless you enjoy being stressed. Yeah, <laughs> and working from the time you wake up to the time you 
Pretty much. Go to sleep. Yeah, someone, um, another one of my former clients, he was like, he, well, he's asking me to list his house, and I told him to rent it out just because numbers wouldn't work. You yeah. know, I wasn't going to make him pay for shit. So you, you had a conscience. Yeah, so okay. I had a conscience. Yeah. And um, he was asking, like, hey, you know, real estate, what's that like? Because he's getting out of the military, he's transitioning, he's trying to look at every other prospect out there trying to figure out you know what the hell to do with his life what and, am i gonna be when i grow up yeah. yeah and he's like well how's real estate and i was like well i was like the hours are fairly long and you know uh, getting started is going to be very stressful like not gonna lie it takes a little bit of upfront capital in yep. some regards even just paying for your classes and stuff but yeah i told him i was like you just gotta put in the work after hours you know and just do that stuff and he's like yeah that's not for me he's yeah. like he's like i'm a nine to five type of guy he's oh like, yeah he's like when i'm off work i don't want to have to worry about anything and i was like well at least you're honest with yourself i feel like the concept of entrepreneurship or the salesman or the the hustler gets pushed so much that people who shouldn't who would be actually happier in an office you know at some high level company doing something else um are now put in this role where they're they're responsible for literally everything. Uh, absolutely. And, and it's not even like it makes them more money. They could have made way more money corporate or doing Sh- something else, banking, if that's what they liked more, and they Sh- would have been happier, Sh- too. That, 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 that is, the, the happy. If, you're, mm-hmm. if, if this makes you miserable, you're not going to succeed. You're not going to no. do well. If, if, you're, if you're miserable, you look at that phone every time it rings, you're like, ah. Yeah. It's it's not. Yeah, it's you not. put it in, you're like, ah, fuck. Like, what was this now? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I tell uh, my 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 agents that are on my team, or just anyone anyone who talks to me. My my, I don't remember who told me this. Um, it it, it might have been first office I started with. I'm not sure, but it's just like if you're going to um, a, a nine to five job, you're only going to get paid for nine to five while you're there, and that's the same with real estate. If yeah. if if you're only working from eight in the morning till twelve in the afternoon, don't expect to um, don't expect to get much return. Yeah, no, and, and and there's a lot of agents, seasoned agents, that have been in this for a while. Mm-hmm. That they say, set your boundaries, set your times, shut your phone off. I agree with that a little bit, mm-hmm. but for a new agent, you got to be prepared to grind sixteen hours a day. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, um, that's what it takes. Because you got to build that. You got to build that network. You got to build that sphere, yeah. that that pipeline. Um, but yeah, you're only going to get paid for the time you're actually mm. putting in the work. And um, well, I mean, nowadays, I I turn my phone off. Well, no, I don't pick up calls now. Now I don't pick up calls. Usually after six thirty or seven, I'm not going to pick up any calls, and I don't even keep my uh, phone near me when I go to bed. I actually keep my phone in the kitchen. And I don't, I don't bring it into the bedroom. I don't do anything like that because I just don't want to have it there. You know, my yeah. alarm clock is in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> I, I would, I would not wake up. If it was that far away from me. I don't think yeah. I'd hear it. Now, do you set those expectations with your clients from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. Now I do. Yeah. I mean, well, I tell them like, hey, listen, guys, like I'm human. On the weekends, you know, I'm usually available, but if I'm not, that's just because I also have a wife sure. and a life and. and 
chickens and chickens yeah. and like and a, you know dogs and shit but like they've never been like oh well that you're not the realtor for us they've been like yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah and they're like well, you're human too yeah i i made the mistake of of <clears throat> when i first started not not doing that being the guy that i'm not gonna call this a mistake because i i still truly believe this is what got me to where i was at that and and the great mentorship that i've i've had past mm-hmm. you know past offices but um i was the guy Call me anytime. I'm, 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 I work from the time I wake up to the time I sleep, which is true. Mm-hmm. But you do. You got to have that that separation. It's got to be some time to yourself. Like just Friday, I changed my voicemail. Hey, I am out of the office. I won't have my phone with me. Um, but if you need, you know, if it's emergent, here's this number. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll return all texts and calls tomorrow when I get in. Um, and I'm getting better at that because we got to. Uh, no. Otherwise, no. we're you, not. You could easily, I guess, almost burn yourself out to a certain degree where you oh, start quick. hating it. Quick. Yeah. Quick. Very, very quick. Uh, one of our agents in our office just, she, uh, I'm not going to name drop, but she had, it was like three back-to-back transactions that were just the nightmare ones. And, yeah. and those, she had them, like her first three were all nightmare ones. She's like, I quit. I'm over it. Um so, yeah, she's definitely well, a lesson there. And I certainly made the mistake my first year, too. I had a client who I even answered his text and stuff at, like, 1 or 2 a.m. Now, it wasn't, like, it, it was just, like, happen chance. Like, I got up and I was about to take a piss, you yeah. know, and, like, he texted me. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I went to my living room and then got on my laptop and started, like, going back and forth and explaining things to him. I was like, fuck. That was a mistake. Yeah, because you do it once, do it then, once. then they know, hey, this guy's. Yeah, but I do also tell my clients today because I'm usually up around 4, 4.30 every morning. Unfortunately, and, I am also. Not yeah. on purpose, but yeah, I'm, I'm a, up. Yeah, because even yesterday I set my alarm for like 4 and I woke up at 3.30 and I was like, well, fuck. Like, yeah, I can't even, can't well even sleep. So, But I tell them, like, yo, don't be mad at me too because you may get texts from me, you know. Somewhere between four to five a.m. because I'm just sitting on the pot going through my messages and emails and yeah, like, like you're gonna get it from me, so don't don't get upset at me. But I was like, I also will not pick up your call though. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not while you're on the pot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've all done. That. I've done that so many well, times. It depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Um, I like have to mute it while I flush. Be like, hey, give me one second. Someone's asking me something. I'll like mute it, flush, run. The- <laughs> there, there, there's still the echo sound. I don't care what you're doing in the bathroom. If you're in the bathroom, there's that echo sound. They know you're in the bathroom, whether you're brushing your teeth or whatever. They know you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm probably not going to, like, if, if I have a lead comes in mm-hmm. at 9, 10 o'clock, I'm not going to reach out to them. Um, I might shoot them an email. And then I won't, I'm not going to text them at 4 when I'm awake. I'll wait till probably 8, 9 o'clock and then shoot them a text or shoot them a call. Yeah. Um, it definitely goes both ways. I know they have lives and families and, and kids are probably getting ready for homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> everything's at home now. Um yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just taking that time off and setting the expectations. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's important, and I still, I still, I still work with it. And, and when I yeah. do take days off, I do try and anyone I'm currently working with, I do try and let them know, hey, I am, I'll be here, you mm-hmm. know, off. I won't be, I won't be answering my phone if you need anything. Call me or you know, text me nine one one or something. I'll get right back to you. But mm-hmm. um, just being proactive prior to those days off, I think is 
is. Well, I did that before too. Uh, we went on a vacation once, and so I told my clients, "Okay, I'm only going to answer my phone whatever between this time and this yeah. time." And then it worked out really well. It even worked out to the point I was still like getting a few houses like under contract while I was on vacation partying. And I don't stuff. know what it is, but every time you go on vacation, something something goes. You put something on a contract. It, oh, every time. Yeah, it happens so many. It actually happened so much to the point I actually lost a client because they were like, hey, you know, I want to go look at this. I was like, oh, I'm on vacation. They went and go found another realtor. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and that, that's that's a um, huge point, too, is if you're not on it, you're not within in I mean, contact with them within three minutes, it's they're I mean, gone. They're yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah. It happens more often than yeah. not. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Cause it's part of the game. It yeah. is. And it's okay because... We can't handle everyone. We won't be able to do our, you know, our, our job thoroughly enough if we have too much. If we take on every 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 single person, yeah, I yeah, mean. yeah. You got to kind of weigh them out and um, balance it out. Know know your limits. And if you have an assistant, of course, you can do more. Mm-hmm. If you have a buyer's agent, you can do more. But just staying within your your realm. That's something I've worked on over the years. Even in the construction, I was always the the yes guy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'll get it done. Yeah, I can do it for that price. And that hurt. It hurt me. Because uh, then you take on so much shit, then you eventually think yeah, so. and, and you end up hurting other people. Other people. You, you like like your contractors trying to get them where they're supposed to be when they said they're going to be there. It's because they they've overpromised other people, other jobs, other clients. Um, so I, I still I still work with that, and I. I I give myself for for showings example. Um, I just spread each showing out a little bit longer, just to if I know I'm gonna be done at eleven, I'm not gonna schedule my next appointment until you know twelve, just to give me that buffer. So I'm not. That is. One I I did that a lot last yeah. year too. Yeah, yeah. Like literally back to back to back. Like I'm like, oh, okay, guys. I, th- I think I think you've seen the house enough. And yeah, then, <laughs> yeah. And, and then and then you're making those clients feel like you're. I, I've just heard of two people because I'm like, I made them rush out of the house, and then now I'm going to be late to another house. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like when it, when it gets to a certain time, I'm going to start rushing you so I can get to my my showings. Yeah. No, okay. We got we got we got time. Um, so flipping for you in the future, still there? probably. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, see what the market does. Most, I mean, I'm only fucking 24, you know, so I got time. I'm probably just gonna slowly just invest, just get the rentals going as well. Because to be honest, I like that a lot more. Yeah, the fat paycheck at the end of a flip is cool, but then I know I have to take that money and put it into another one, and it almost feels like to a point where. I'm gonna do it where I'm so stressed and I see all the dollar amounts, but I'm like, I can't use this. I can't. And then my mentality is, I'm never gonna cash out. I'm just gonna keep doing it until right. I fucking explode. Right, right. You know, yeah, or just I keep it in escrow, keep it rolling to the next one. I got you. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna do it and just, it's gonna build up. I'm never gonna cash out and enjoy myself. So I'm like, you know, maybe I'm better suited for just picking up a rental once every year or two, uh, you I, know, I, and then just letting that grow and doing I, them more and more. and that I I am an advocate for for I'm, don't get me wrong mm-hmm. buy, buy, buying and selling there there's there's times and there's you know there's definitely a huge market we see it mm-hmm. we got our our uh, our Ryan Hall um, your boy I just you just mentioned I can't Mike Ferraro yeah sorry Mike if you saw that um, 
there's there is a, a serious market there for it, but I think long term wealth is so much more important than uh, the short term. And I'm sure both those guys are are I know they're both sharp and they got stuff like that. But buying and holding, um, I truly believe is yeah is the key. Well, and, I think um, I know Mike said that that's like the that's the main thing. I mean, that's the main bread and butter of the game is just the trying to get the rentals you know long term that's always going to pay out better yeah yeah and uh, sometimes you need some extra i mean he just bought like a fucking like 36 or 18 unit or something like that Did he? rental yeah yeah i think i think him and i need to sit and talk i haven't i, I haven't really had that conversation but i just know him for his freestyle fridays and uh and his house flipping yeah um, but that's that's cool that i'm mm-hmm. that that makes sense that he is has the rentals as well because uh, the market's going to continue to go up. Yes, we'll 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 see our you know deflation or the prices go down a little bit, but mm-hmm. we're always we're always going to come back up. So if you can yeah. buy and hold it, and being where we're at, I don't know if you could ask for a better place to be a landlord because you constantly have people coming in. Yes, and out. constantly with 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 Camp Lejeune here, Cherry Point, mm-hmm. uh, all the bases here. It is probably. Well, well, I tell my own brothers, too, because they're both military, like, buy a house wherever your duty station is. And my older brother hit me up talking about selling. I was like, dude, don't don't fucking cash in your chips just yet. Like, Just hold on to it. Just rent it. Sure. I was like, if you're going to be in the military for a long time, just fucking hold on to it. Like, what, well, you're going to sell it and you're going to only make a couple grand at the most, maybe five to ten grand. But then that's going to go away. Yeah, yeah. That's going to go away. And then... Probably in five, ten years, you're gonna kick yourself in the ass, saying, "I wish I just held on to that." Yeah, because I still kick myself in the ass for not buying immediately when I came to Lejeune, even though I was single, living in the bar- barracks, etc. For just not buying a house and just holding on to that rental and then doing and yeah, doing that again, and right? Buying, living in it, rent it out, buy like. Well, it, with the military, it it, it makes much more sense to me in my, in my the, how I see it if they're going to be here two three years on mm-hmm. the, the military's giving you BH yeah. they're, 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 they're giving you they're paying you to invest in yourself but so many of them want to rent and I get that because they come here they don't know the area they, you know they well, when everyone looks at buying is like once you buy you gotta stay yeah like, well, which is not the case yeah yeah you, you, you I so another realtor, she was telling me that what she always tells all her clients is, you don't buy to stay in Jacksonville, you buy to own in Jacksonville. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and and I think Jacksonville is probably one of the safest markets. Yeah, don't quote again, um, but I really do. I, I truly believe because w- it's not exciting here, but it's very safe. It's stable. It's yeah, stable. yeah. Thanks to uh, you guys, the the Marines. I mean, that's what holds us together, and it's probably the. I, I would like to see stats on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know our stats locally, but I like to compare them to just other, maybe even other military towns. But this is probably one of the safest markets to buy in because it's you're going to have a rental as long as you, you know, the home is kept and it's decent. You're going to be able to sell it. It's not a problem. Um, safe market to invest in, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, everyone. I feel like everyone knows that, but for some reason they don't want to. They don't want to pull the. Tr- Some people don't want to pull the trigger on them. I, 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 there's there's a lot of, um, just questions that they don't know mm-hmm. the answers to, or they don't know what questions to ask. 
So even every time I talk to a runner, I, I ask them, have you thought about it? Yeah. Have you considered how long you, well, first, my, my first question is how long are you here for? They yeah. tell me three years. Okay. Um, have you thought about buying? And then you start finding out what they're, how they see it, how they mm-hmm. uh, perceive buying. Because a lot of times in, say, California or where we're at, it's a different market. Oh, you're, it's you're, totally you're expected to have $20,000, you know, yeah. to put down here. That's not the case. With the VA loan, the USDA loan, FHA, even conventional, five percent now, uh, yeah, yeah, or less, five percent, yeah. Um, so you know, just finding out what their fears are, what their uncertainties are, is is really important. And once you find those out, you can educate them, and then, like mm-hmm. I said, put them, set them up with the the lender who can further educate them. Um, no, st- stop paying somebody else's mortgage. Is why I tell them stop paying somebody else's principal down. Invest in yourself. Yeah. And, and, you know, some people can't do it because they have credit or, you know, bad financial history, which is fine. It makes sense. It's sad, you know, but I've never felt bad about selling someone a house unless it's like a house where even like I have documentation where I've told the person, like, I don't think this is the house for you. I don't think you should buy it, you know. Um, But, like, I've never really felt bad because I know long term. If they act like adults accordingly, yeah, yeah, it'll pay out. I mean, actually, I think I've had two people hit me up to list their homes, and I told them to keep it as rentals because I was like, guys, like, you're not going to make much if anything. But also, I told you this from the beginning to hold on to it, right? To hold on to it for the future if you're trying to have kids or if you have kids or sure you're transitioning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you you're, t- you're, t- you're talking about mil- military couples uh, or military families. Yeah. Um, or not even families, just military in general, you're, if you buy a house here, yes, put it on the market for rent. Let mm-hmm. someone else pay that principal down. The chances of you getting restationed here are probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. You have a house already here if, if, if you know, if you plan it right. So, I mean, I master guns. I just sold his house, but that's what he did. He bought, I think, 2014, uh-huh. something like that. He literally bought it. Lived in it for a little bit, moved duty stations, went across the world, rented it out, and then when he was coming back to be stationed here again, Mover, he, he already had a place. Moved right back in. Yeah. And he held it long enough to where he made, you know, a good chunk of change oh, by I, the time. I bet, yeah. He had the renters paying down his principal for him the entire time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, you know, after even like six years, which sounds like a lot, probably someone who's younger but i'm sure but to me it doesn't sound like a long time i don't know if that sounds like a long time to you no six years oh my lord yeah no so i mean we've already known each other for four you know yeah 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 that's crazy so in that time frame he made a lot of money because he was just patient you know right yeah and and you always hear the horror stories of bad tenants blah 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 well that's why you just kind of go for what the quality tenants you go at a higher price a little bit higher price. Sure. You push the price not because you're greedy. You push the price because if someone's going to be willing to pay an extra $100 more than the other person, that person's probably going to take care of it a lot better, too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the biggest factor, the biggest key factor is um, finding the right property manager. Yeah. Finding someone you know is going to care for your property. And then the, the owners get to see the applications that come in. They get to see... Yeah who's you know what their choices are um obviously you know as property managers you give them their our opinion hey this this one seems to be a better fit do you guys have a property management we do yeah yeah we 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 recently 
purchased a property management company from another realtor here. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, that has been are you, fun. I would say, are you getting experience in that now? Like, well, honestly, or, or do you have someone else doing I, I Well, I, for one, I did property maintenance. Oh, my, com- right. my company did property maintenance for property management companies for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very well versed on that side. I, was, I had already been in it. Mm-hmm. So I knew um, I knew an, uh, plenty about it. I know mm-hmm. if someone calls and says, hey, there's something wrong with my house, I can look at it. Yeah. And having a ballpark on, on what, you know, what that's going to cost or what further damage it could cause if you don't do it now. So I had that knowledge, but I do have a, a property manager who, who, um, handles m- the majority of it. Um, mm-hmm. and she enjoys it, which I was to say good for her. She, she enjoys it. She, she's one of the weird ones who actually enjoys property management. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, uh, she's great. And, and it's it's been good. It's been good. We've had there's headaches, of course. Stuff goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. Toilets overflowing, carpet being ripped out. There's 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 headaches with it, but uh, we do enjoy it. Um, not only taking care of the the homeowners and obviously their pop, their property, but also the tenants. We want to make sure they have a good experience. They are taken care of as well. So mm-hmm. we're 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 not not one sided, if you will. Obviously. Well, I think that's the old reputation of property management is that they don't give a shit about the tenants. Yeah. They just care about the owners and that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which it, it should not be that way at all because keep the tenants happy. They're going to keep the property in, in, in better shape basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I've learned, I've, I've learned quite a bit um, in the past, you know, and, nine and, months, I guess. But Yeah. And when did you make the move over to EXP and like, EXP. Every third agent right now in the world is doing. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, it's definitely, definitely a hot, hot topic right now. Um, I honestly had no intention on on leaving. I was really happy with. I mean, I I couldn't have asked for a better like just start. Started out with going to dra- name drop here. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Carter Holmes uh, between her and her big Amy. They were amazing. They set me up just with like any question I ever had. They they knew the answers to. They pointed me in the right direction. They gave me the the boost, and then I went over to Remax with Ray and Kim. Amazing, always there for us. Um, and being there, being with Ray, he turned me on to podcasts. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's Ray's fault now. Um, he now nah, he was just always forthcoming with hey you gotta check this out check this out just knowledge yeah um, and I got on these podcast podcast and I I stumbled upon um, one I'm trying to think of the name of the podcast I haven't listened to that one in a little bit I've been too busy listening to yours yeah yeah that's um, a good choice yeah yeah but he he was an EXP agent and he just started dropping little you know little tidbits about it. Um, so at that time I was just looking, just uh, my eyes are always open. My ears are always open. What's out there? What, what, you know, I, I looked at different franchises in the future. Mm-hmm. How, how do I, how would I become a Remax franchise or, or a Century 21 free, uh, franchise owner? Um, but at the same time, had no intention of leaving. I wasn't, wasn't, wasn't no intentions. I was happy there. We were selling a lot, a lot of houses. Um, 
But like I said, I stumbled upon the podcast, and then I just started doing some research, and I stumbled upon uh, Chris Bear, who mm-hmm. is the vice president of growth for EXP um, for the United States, and he reached out to me like within I don't know thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and I was on a conversation with him walking around the parking lot. I think about my fourth lap around, he had me he had me sold, and of course I went back, I did all my my research and checked numbers and. Well, because recruiters can make anything sound good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Marine Corps sound good to me, and the Army sound good. Uh, to the you. Army sounded great. <laughs> I'm nice. sure the the Army is great. I just went the wrong path. Um, but yeah, that's exactly right. And it, we were um, we mentioned this prior to going live here. Um, people can they can they can give you their spiel, their sales pitch, you know, all, all day long. But until you, for me, anyways, until you put that paper and pen in front of you and start running your own numbers, doing your own research, uh, it, it really doesn't make sense. But once I did it um, and I realized everything that they truly did have to offer, it, it was it was a no-brainer. I hated leaving uh, Remax. I was, uh, is an amazing company. The Kim and Ray over there were amazing. Uh, Jenny, their office manager, was amazing. But EXP, with, with the benefits that is on top of, you know, the already good, Split. I don't know if mm-hmm. not too many people are going to understand split unless they are a commission real, split. A realtor, yeah. So how much money you make at commission when yeah. you break it up with your brokerage? Yeah. Right? See, so I, I looked at the bottom line. And I compare it. Mm-hmm. I compared it to you know three different models, three different offices, um, and EXP off the bat was the better one. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, they have the rev share, uh, yeah. which is legit. Um, and then the stock options, uh, you mm-hmm. get stock, they give you stock for your first deal you close for anyone, um, you sponsored their first close. Um, you get, I, they call it icon agent. Mm-hmm. I, I know you had mentioned someone had talked to you about it, but icon agent is you sell so many houses, you reach icon status. And then they basically, you have an opportunity to get that cap, their cap is 16000 mm-hmm. You basically, once you reach that, they give it all back to you in stocks. Invested for three years, you, mm-hmm. so you can't touch it for three years. But in the nine months that I have been with the XP, I mean, that almost does, that's not even like getting 100%. Technically, that could be getting 110% uh, e- commission e- split. E- e- think e- at it. EXP is the 100 plus. Yeah. Per, it is. It is. It's, it's, a lot of people call it a, a pyramid scheme. No. Because those those other two, the rev share and the stock options, that's on top of the already better, you know. Well, split. I might be speaking out of place, but I feel no. like every franchise is a pyramid scheme. Like, like you're, you you're absolutely just, right. Like you can't just be in one franchise and then oh, EXP is a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Like, dude, you're also paying your broker in charge. It's, you're also then they're also going to have to pay. Yeah. Whoever. If they're under a different person, then they're going to have to pay the big yeah. people up top. Yeah, like, but that—that that is a good point. I've mm-hmm. never, never had someone tell me that or even think about it. You're right; they all are based basically a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, well, I—I I take that back. I don't like pyramid scheme, but they do. It is—it is structured mm-hmm. that way. So, um, nine months to answer that question. Nine months ago, mm-hmm. we, we made the move. Um, it was a little daunting, a little scary. Um, mm-hmm. It was still uh, people had a little stigma on it, you know, um, which I I don't think the, the stigma was 
unwarranted. I mean, it's a new thing. It's coming. new, exactly. And it's human nature. Is everyone's scared of the new thing. Uh-huh. That, and especially, I feel like when you're a little bit older, you see someone younger than you creating something new or doing something else, and you're just like, ah, oh, well, that's never going to work. And it's like, it's yeah. a really weird, weird mindset for me to just, because something is newer or younger is made by someone who maybe doesn't know as much in a specific category than you is somehow inherently dumb. Yeah, which which in in my opinion is actually we need to we need to flip that that mm-hmm. that perceptive that um, um, perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it is the new generation, the young generation who are who who are gonna be building, you know, these new Well and a lot of people are pushing for innovation these days because I feel like well, on top of it, just wanting to make life easier or something like that. But I feel like everyone wants to be the first to the new innovative way now. Like, yeah, yeah, we're hitting a new age of everyone wants to create the next biggest app or invention or program or business yeah. model, you know? Yep, absolutely right. Yeah. And um, we, with with the, the EXP, back to the EXP, um, it, it, was, it was relatively small. It still is relatively small if you compare it to... Um, Century Twenty One, Coldwell Bankers, yeah, Remax, yeah, yeah. Berkshire, yeah, right. exactly, yeah, the, and those guys have been around forever. Yeah, um, the the founder of EXP was actually um, uh, previous Keller Williams. Yeah, uh, I believe he was not to be quoted again. Uh, I believe, but he was in charge of their technology, their um, mm-hmm. that the, the the computer side of it. The you know, um, and he saw a better. A better way, a better path, and he he did it. And I think we're over thirty thousand agents now, um, yeah. and we're Canada. I think they got um, we're in Europe now. I know we're in Mexico, or I believe we're going to Mexico. <clears throat> um, and this is a stat I have I've seen, I've looked at. It. I, I have not verified, but I believe it's the fastest growing firm ever in the United States. I could certainly believe that. I mean, yeah. But the, nine months ago when I joined, the stock was at eight. And just within that period, I think we're up to we're over $20 per share right now. So it's yeah. it's growing. It's Are those stocks also publicly available? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or just someone just yep. to log in Absolutely. to an account yeah, and yeah. do a trade? Yep. Yeah. I got my Robinhood app. Um, mm-hmm. EXPI is their ticker. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you can, you can, you can buy. Nice. Yeah. Being that we're, that I'm uh, an EXP agent, we get a, we get it at, uh, I believe it's a discounted rate. A discount. Yeah. Oh. And then they give it to you for free for doing the stuff you'd normally be doing anywhere. Um, well, I feel like for the most part, um, a lot of us are kind of shifting and moving towards that way as a society as a whole, because gone are kind of the old model of like, well, if you come here, we'll have great mentorship, et cetera, et cetera. And now you can learn pretty much everything online, but not even that. I mean, I think we know in real estate, sometimes the best way to learn is literally just by doing it, you know? I completely agree. Completely. I, get out. You just got to get it. out and do your mistakes, yeah. everything like that. But everyone nowadays says they have, like, the secret marketing plan or secret. Like, there's no secret. The only secret is literally just doing it. You want a good secret for marketing? If you don't like it, hire someone else out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 No, marketing. Ex- exposure. That, that yeah. That's the secret, which is not a secret. It's how much exposure can we get on it? Mm-hmm. Within the first week, that is that is crucial. Yeah, um, yeah I, I hear that too. A lot, a lot of secret stuff, but we'll always say that and be like, "Well, people trust our brand." I'm like, "Okay, um, but my brand isn't going to be my brand is me and no one else." Exactly, know? exactly. People, people hire people. 
when they come to you, yeah. they're hiring you because they put their trust in you, not because of that name on the sign. The only time I ever had a client who was like, well, I came here for a Century 21 to work with a Century 21 agent was solely because his dad owned like three or four brokerages on the West Coast. Okay. So, of course, his dad was like, go to a Century 21. Right, right. Other than that, I have never... I'm sure there was some kind of referral fee going anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I didn't pay him a referral. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, things like that, that, that's always pushed, and I think it's starting to change. I think they're starting to realize that's changing now, because I know a lot of them are trying to like, catch up or change their model, but... Yeah, they are. There's, there mm-hmm. is a lot of revamping, remodeling mm-hmm. on these these larger franchises, because they realize that they see... They see um, I mean, how, how can you beat a... Sixteen thousand dollar cap it was eighty five fifteen split the stock. How can you beat all those things? You know when and then also you guys have like online training and shit too, right? The, the, I think there's over forty hours of live um, Zoom. Yeah, st- which everything's Zoom now, anyways, because the yeah. uh, co- honestly COVID. As horrible it as it is, everything it, it really did. It opened a lot of people's eyes, like because we were already set up. Yeah. To operate like that. But yeah, um, we have what's uh, EXP World. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, the older generations, including myself, look at it. You create your little avatar. Yeah. You can put on different hats. It's kind of silly. You can, they, they got like, games. You can, you can play soccer. You can go drive boats. But anyways, the sole purpose of that, the main purpose of that is you, you log in and you can go directly to each department. Mm-hmm. Any department you need to, the broker stateroom, there's like five brokers there. You can go, hey, what do I got to do? What do I do? You know, it, it, the, and you do it from your couch. You don't have to get up and go yeah. make, make yourself pretty to go to the office and, and, and talk to anybody. Um, but yeah, 40 hours of live training, plus they, they, they record everything. They have the, um, uh, just the library, they call it. Yeah. Any topic, and I mean any topic that you could possibly think about real estate related. Um, and maybe some non-real estate related is on there. And, yeah. And so it, it's definitely tech savvy. It's definitely user friendly. Um, well, it's also hard to push because I feel like if a lot of people are honest with themselves, they'd be like, listen, like, I don't have all the knowledge, you know? It used to be pushing like we have all the knowledge, the tips, the secrets, the tricks. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not, it's not like that anymore. So I feel like they don't want to admit it. It's going to be one of those things where like, they know it's true. They don't want to admit it. So they're going to have to change it. But they're going to be a little bit slower now. They're playing catch up, right? Right. And I don't want this to come off like I think that these franchises are, are no good because, like I said, no, I loved not. loved the, the my past two offices. Mm-hmm. I loved them, and and there's a place for that. There yeah. definitely is. Well, uh, I mean, like me, I, I'm not moving to EXP, but I like where I am because for me, I think we were talking about earlier the whole like you know. I don't push what people should, and I like being directly under someone else for real estate. I like having a boss or sure. someone else. Where I'm sure, like, I'm like fuck. I'm in trouble. What the hell do I do? You know, I can call them or walk into their office. Like, what's going on? Or if I make a mistake, they can help alleviate the situation for me. Yeah, we, and, and and that's that's there for mm-hmm. us as well. And honestly, yeah, it's true. It, yeah. it is. It is. It's there. But. Uh, you have how many agents under you now? Um, I think it's 17. 17? Yeah, yeah, I think 17 or so. Uh, and I, I, and I, I don't like, I mean, we got to come up with a, a different phrase or 
whatever the, Sorry. the whole under me thing. How many associated with me? Associated, that, yeah, yeah. Because right. we all work together. I'm no one. Yeah. I'm no one's boss. Um, yeah. We are co- we're colleagues. We work together. And I, what, I, what I was saying is, ninety percent of my problems are are or you know like what do I do? Situations are handled by talking to other realtors. You know that yeah. my colleagues that hey, this is a situation I'm in. Have you been that? What do you think? You know, mm-hmm. and, and you just ask your circle. Um, obviously, you want, you know, you go to someone who's knowledgeable, has been there, been in the game for a while and, and talk to them. Talk to the right people. Yeah. But it's usually um, colleagues. So, um, yeah, That's true. Yeah. But I, I know, I know, I know your guy, your bosses and their, uh, or your bosses, if mm-hmm. you technically not your bosses. I guess, yeah, because they don't like being called the bosses, cool. even though I still call them. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know. I hear it, too. I'm like, I'm not your boss. <laughs> um, I mean, those two are extremely knowledgeable. Oh, I yeah. Mean. Yeah. So that's good. It's good to have. And and, and well, agents like that are, even if you're there or not there, they're, they're a phone call away. Well, I think it's management, too, because, I mean, you're on all the Facebook groups I am, too, of real estate people and be like, well, which... Which franchise or which whatever is the best to go to? And most of the people who are smart will say, well, the best ones, whoever has the best management. You know, if you take, say there's two towns and there's two Century 21s, one has great management, one has bad management. Hands down. You know. Yeah, environment. Environment. uh, Management, yeah, absolutely important. It doesn't matter the the brand. It's all about who you're working with at the end of the day. yeah. And for me, that was a big deal. I was like, I just want to really work with these guys. Yeah. You know, I get along with them super well. And, and that that <clears throat> it does something to you. If you're in a good mood, you look forward to going to the office. Mm-hmm. You're, you're more productive. You you produce more. If you go to an office where you're you're, you're stressed out, you don't the environment sucks. Sucks. Or you almost hate walking in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make you happy to walk in. Um, it, <clears throat> it 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 will mess you up. So yeah. I always say, any real estate agent can sell. From anywhere, they don't need to be under no. this, this you know name, that name, this name. Literally anywhere. Yeah. Um. So it's it's going to be where where you're, where you're most comfortable for at. Um, and what's best for you? Exactly, and and for a lot of people, like the bottom dollar is not always their you know their defining line that they would rather take less to have the right environment to make them, you know. Well, because sometimes the environment, you know, sometimes more than numbers, sometimes your environment will also help you actually produce and sell more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're happier because spiritually you just feel better going in there. You're in a better mood to work. So sometimes it's not just the split that makes you money. It's what you walk into every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we pause? I'm saying we just hit an hour. Did we really? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. We just hit an hour, I think. Okay, because I got to pee. Yeah. All right. All right. So since we just hit an hour, um, my time you, my time is up. Oh, I want to mention. Oh yeah, your I, plugs. Give your plugs too. Oh, well, well, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was just to plug some people, but mm-hmm. um, no, that Mr. Breelove made me pay one hundred dollars. To be on this episode. No, I made him pay $100 because he missed his first appointment. So I was like, all right, I'm going to charge you 100 bucks and give it back to you at the end. So you're motivated <laughs> to show up. <laughs> he, he left out the, the, the second appointment we had. He had to reschedule. 
But, but I, I told him ahead of time before he showed up. <laughs> yeah, he, he's right. I was, I was, yeah, I already passed our time for, for our appointment. So, but yeah, give your plugs real quick and then I, where can they find you? Where can they call you? Blint. Oh, okay. Those kind of plugs. He's my yeah. first, first podcast. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Um, find me on Facebook, Instagram. I don't have a TikTok. Oh. Thomas does. Yeah. Uh, but just Bradley Calderwood. Realtor, um, search on either Instagram or Facebook. You can find me. Um, yeah, yeah. Hit me up if 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 I can't help uh, for whatever reason. There's a huge group of agents who can. Uh, one of us is going to be able to help you. One of us is going to be able to answer your your your, qual- your 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 questions. And oh, and if anyone has any questions about EXP any further, I, I'm be happy to send them links. Send them. Facts, information, um, no pressure stuff. I'm just not, getting the yeah. information out there. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm not. I'm not the the pressure guy. I'm not the guy who says, "Let me take you to lunch. Let me take you to dinner. Let me buy you a drink." <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't like that. I don't yeah. want to hound people. I, I will put the information out there and let them look at it. Let them decide for themselves if if they have questions about it. Then yeah, absolutely, I will. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not the guy going. To these other offices, trying to recruit other agents out of other offices. I, I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, I, I want to keep a good relationship with everyone yeah. uh, as best I can because um, we're all in the same. As far as realtor goes, we're all in the same field. We're going to do deals again. Yeah, together. Um, so let me not piss this person off because I'm probably going to have to do a deal where I I, I want them to help me out. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you you won't be getting phone calls from me, emails from me. Uh, but if anyone has any questions, please, I'm, I'm happy, happy to help, happy to answer any questions and, and point them in the right direction to find the answers that I might not know. Yeah. So. All right, cool. cool. So that was Bradley Calderwood, and thanks for listening, everybody. Give me my money. All right. <laughs> <laughs> love is love. Love is love. Adios.